0: This is KMTT, Kim Yitzion Torah. Today we have the second part of Rav Lichtenstein's address on that Torah. Uh, last week, Rav Lichtenstein um, defined two possible sources for the doctrine of the Torah, either in the Pasuk of Lotosu or in the Pasuk of Shal Avicha And he described the differences between them. And this today's section picks up from that point. This is the second part of what will be a three-part series. The third part will be next week. And it's one which, to which the Balatanya, without reference to the whole person, but perhaps hinting at it, addresses himself in Yerukah coat. He a the question of we'll giving that. He responds, response of the Lord, the Lord, the הלשונים והאחרונים, להיות מנהג בתיקון, לשאול בהצעה גשמיות, כדת מה לעשות, בגרי העולם הגשמי, אף לגדולי ישראל ואמריים, כל לו, כי ממש, לפני בישראל, Loved <laughs> Beloved ones, friends, and colleagues, out of my hidden love to you comes an outspoken, Expressed castigation. Ellestone debate. Remember the days of your investigate the years of various generations. The time everyone. The Has there ever anything been like this? And where or oh where we found this kind of custom? In what? The books, the great sages on early late that there should be some kind of mode or custom to inquire seek practical counsel respect how we should conduct ourselves respect the mundane the material world even of the greatest Chachma of all from whom no secret was hidden and to whom even the ways of heaven were perfectly clear, with the exception of prophets literally, such as they were in Israel at one time, such as Prince Shemuel, of show, what they inquire about his father's asses, that had gotten lost. Or indeed, other human matters the exception of matters of Teva and Yiddishamai these are grasped only in prophecy and wise men of Hamim respect to this have no special place in little Jesus That, of course a fairly sweeping statement and one which the rest of the assumption is to try to get information, counsel, guidance, but uh, not about material matters. You want to know, but I hear you're going What happened in my separations? What happened? We can't let them not. we We want an ATSU, do this, do that, this policy, that policy. Do compromise, don't compromise. Bala well, in Akatsa. I could find it now, rather brought the, the other Solanta, who married, actually was, was his wife, course, with one of the Mitzir, he would take him a his authority with Kha'afamil Adishmayer, At any given time, competes with all the other alternatives. But to choose A over B, C, D, E also has implications. Rebbe speaks of this extensively, and of course, the celebrated statement of the Rambam in the Shuva. Rambam was asked about this maimer so that's about this? then Ramam says the whole the whole Whatever a person does, that is assumed, says the Ramadan Shabbat. Every action, ultimately, part of a certain shame, or I suppose also by way of regarding alternatives, ultimately brings one either to a mitzvah or to an abey. So what is left is all of this, you know, Shemayin, which is beyond the purview of Shemayin. That Raman says first what happens in the natural order, in the human order, in the historical order. This is one of many statements, of course, in Ramam, the insertion of the centrality of human freedom within, uh, within his Ashkot. So, even accepting the Bar-latani's qualification. It's still it is arguable that Yir can refer to make many errors. And that, I think, is a valid contention. But still, the qualification of Al-Atanya, I presume which, in the context of what he's talking about does not define Yir HaShemayim the does. He says that a great deal of what a person does, he should decide for himself. He should run the rebels. He should run to Raj. So in some sense, there is a significant limitation within the statement of the Now, that limitation presumably applies even when it's dealing with halachic authority, religious authority, at its highest level. It says, the only thing that he exempts and accepts is Nehuat. If so, even with regards to the god there is some limitation of the area with respect to which it needs to be consulted, its counsel needs to be heeded. Allah has come subsequently. For, if we're dealing with what happens subsequently, then of course the new issue arise. I mentioned before the position that there is a visit of this may so that may answer which needs to be accepted normally, Rest on the assumption, to all one is dealing with not necessarily stenographic issues, the whole discussion relates to other issues. Uh, the assumption that A, these matters are Torah matters, and secondly, that these personages qualify for the status of the Allahic authority which needs to be accepted. But the extent to which subsequent Allahic authority needs to be accepted. At least at the level of Esna, at the level of esnagodl is of course a matter of debate. The law of Motasu Vershikilhya means smoke. Whom does that apply? Does it apply only to Beznagodl? Perhaps only to Beznagodl when it is sitting qua bezna godl only the mikdash, or does it apply the day some kind of consensus of Israel as well. This is the God the law and regard to the God of the Yase, the here again, and with, um, now this issue has been discussed. Chinuch says that the Sasu he says it more explicitly than that, but the equation is clear, it applies to the Sosu as well. That applies to the Chachmi, Svel, and the Dere as well. In to the Rambam, uh, the different views in Makstachonim as to what the Rambam Shit is. The Torah, the Chachmi, the Brahma, assumes clearly that the Sosu does apply to Davis, based on the Rambam Zachdome, as you can pressure converted Seferamitzos. And then in Marat Chaias and others, Assume based on the Mishnah Torah that the Tassel does not apply. And one takes the Parashat, again strictly defined, the fact is the Parashat is that it does not apply to other later what they deem, but only to Bezna Godel with its own special, unique authority to the Senate. However, here again, so, the distinction, the possible distinction I suggested earlier. I mentioned before that there are two sources for the authority of Chachvi Atmosheva. One being the Law of the other, Shalom Yichav Yagetu. Even if one assumes that the Tzassu does not apply beyond the Ezna Kadu, but that both the Pashas and the logic largely dictate that that should have been. one however I repeat what I mentioned before that if this be the source rather like us then the scope may be somewhat more limited either with regard to the kind of issues or with regard to the circumstances under which that applies to wit, that if a person is convinced that a small shui amin a million, issue is small here the Shalom may very well not apply now built to here the substantive aspect of the obligation to accept based on the authority with which the Torah has invested either Bezna Godel or Chach Yisrael in general for some, this per se is the basis of this doctrine, the so-called Das Tera, notion that authority of soil earlier at any given time, particularly for when it's dealing with a consensus, is absolutely normative, apparently that we with virtually no differentiation between issues that we recognize as being done in and, and those that are, if we will, be very voti shareh in a broader sense, matters of public policy at that level. However, there are some who contend even if one does not fully accept this on there is some distinction between Dvaramitsa and Dvarashus and there issues and that is the policy if you will but nevertheless there is a significant reason for going along with the notion of das Teira from a very different perspective and uh, this is the Kiyu the person the Two sources for this. the an extension of that, the says, Akiva Rabbi's Chachomi. It's And, secondly, this is comes to, what comes through, Rabbul talks about this, Ramah, Rabbi, a kind of spiritual father, it's the of <laughs> applies to the spiritual father as well. Although that may apply only to Rabbi and not to others. And the contention is often advanced that a person to ignore either by failing to consult them or by disregarding their advice. That what well, not only is not in the Chapin but in the absolutely embarrasses them. Now, this notion of Kabira Torah, in some sense, is also part of the Parsha of Batasu, the Parsha of the like Mamri, Vegetarian, Subsequent that you know, says, what if there's someone who refuses to to heed what they say, so this is a lot of very grievously, it's punishable. And what it appears to the Kabbalah said, Hadri, that uh, one aspect of this, at least, is the aspect of the Torah, the Chabad Kachor. So, the there raises a question as to whether Thessalon wants to we meet the like Zakir ma'amre, they want to be my kind of a covenant? It's true, it really shamed us, it listened to us, right? but we, we're large, we're not going to assist upon our honor. There's discussion with the is whether Kreda ma'amu, and the Gemara's initial instinct is that indeed that should be the case, but then the Gemara says, no, I'm Kreda ma'amu, k'deshwa yibu That's the, it's part of the generous, but still, this undercuts the authority of Ezra Gondel. The result is some kind of a of chaos, whereby a state of legal anarchy, this will pass by like this, it will pass it like that, and then we want to avoid. But clearly, the element of COVID is a significant one, within the context of the posture. That was the Imam's initial response. And taken as an extension or perhaps a specific application of the concept of and hence it's arguable that this regard what they say therefore one needs to accept the for this reason however these two qualifications need to be advanced in regard to this particular concept, in this context. First, there's a limit. How much a person is obligated, a person or community is obligated to sacrifice terms of its own welfare, enhancement, enhancement of its own needs, in order to safeguard, enhance this kind of. Well, It's an extraneous consideration, in some respects, ultimately not extraneous, but in some respects it is. And that needs to be pitted against other, more intrinsic factors. I mentioned before an analogy between Kvayi, and Midakha Khamim, and Kvayi and Kibudal Vaheim. We got the Kibudal Vaheim, we know, Paschke mentioned in Marik, that beyond a certain point, the question there was when we got to Shidic, the person who is to listen to his parents' insistence, a certain Shidduch. And he says, just as other Mitzvahs have limits, here also, the certain Zahra Guf, the person's second, says, too great a person is punished. So if this is the reason, not the earlier reason mentioned, so you're obligated to listen, because they have the authority. But if you say no, in terms of the question of the authority authorities in charge, that's not my but simply, I have to listen to the I because first the government, Then we can be eliminated. Secondly, presumably the question of COVID is a function of whether a person made a certain demand is make a legitimate ma- demand to begin with. The analogy of all the great importance the concept has in our thought and in our experience, nothing that I would say now is meant to diminish that. But it has its limits. If unreasonable demands are made, either unreasonable by way of being excessive, or because they're intrusive, they enter the areas which are the of, of an individual. Uh, no direct relation or significance to one's fair. Allah <laughs> that respect according to the overwhelming majority of the shit it doesn't apply. When they are within their rights or within their limits. But it doesn't mean that the whole of a person's life is totally managed in accordance with the baby desire of his And here again, the analogy is to be drawn of within the limits of the fact. So if one were to conclude that uh, that I don't take a stand for the moment. If one were to conclude that certain areas are beyond the pale of the authority of the there is no desire in the fact that one disregards what they tell you to do if they had no business telling you to do it in the first place. So, if we are dealing at an absolutely normative level religious imperative, there is certainly a strong case to be made or not accepted. And well, suggesting that there certain areas which are beyond the purview of the there's no Imperative to accept it. does this mean that the alternative is the second part of the title? I think, optional 8 table. Good advice. With the most 8 to come ashore. I think that not necessarily so. And it is entirely possible that one may indeed in terms of etza tova as opposed to a normative requirement and yet genuinely say that it is nevertheless imperative to accept that which is taken. This brings us back to what I mentioned previously the normative and two senses of imperative, normative and necessary. We speak of good advice. It's a term. But the term good advice, it's a totally different It appears in different contexts. In a certain contexts, it means pragmatic advice. Baus has Nikitin, for instance, asking in the Yod, that Shtarah should be placed in some pottery, some earthen vessel, in order they should be able to stand. It's not time, so, according to Raman it's just an etzatova if you want to do it, you don't have it pragmatic? Pragmatic. But, in other respects, in other contexts, the term etzatova takes on some model significance. And surely from our point of view, the term tova means not only that which is pleasant, Subject to the speaking, but which is inherently a war. Hansacher the of the that which is <laughs> morally good, spiritually good, that was turned that's he So, speaking good advice its a table in what says is it good make wonderful cool. make life more pleasant it's that which will spiritually substantively benefit now if we're talking about eight in it sense that one is going to get good counsel. Let's to the moment that it's not abstract the quick to But you will get a roche, and guidance, which, either personally or communally, will be in accordance with certain values, it should be good in the spiritual sense. So one that asks, must he listen, either to course open. One, which perhaps pursues only pragmatic goals, and the other relates to substantial spiritual goals. So can you say that it's, it's not imperative if you listen? The second, you may listen to the first. It's not Goss of the Hollow. It's not the of it. It's not the It's not easy. That we should regard decisions, moral implications, spiritual implications. It's being open alochi in excessively formal and technical terms. It's limits to a kind of legal discipline as a codex, is the interpretation, the leggings. Our conception of alochi, both of the Ashkafe and historically, of course is one which actually recognized the formal legal and technical aspect, which looks far beyond that. Looks to the full realization and fulfillment of Allah, as an Avedis Hashem, in an attempt to realize the of ben on earth. That being the case, then there are spiritual implications of many courses of action. And while one might say that there is no direct normative requirement that this figure in authority hands down what you are absolutely obligated. But inasmuch as we certainly seek to do the right thing, spiritually speaking, in the broader sense, if one assumes that a certain source will to provide that, provide the right counsel, if it's a good idea to accept that counsel, it's late September. Why is it good? Because they're giving us the right advice. Can one then say that we seek? the right spiritual advice, that this itself is only advising, you. that there's no imperative, there's no healing, and if you prefer to get poor advice, stick with it. Is that conceivable? Our whole conception of the spiritual, of the human order, is an integrated one which recognizes the one in the distinctions of the and differentiations and mechises between the sacred and the profane and the them, but which on the other hand strives to have an integrated view of those years. They are distinct, but they are not disjunct. And beyond that, we have certain overarching categories which relate the areas of aloche, of the human life which are not strictly delineated the Shupan. The famous Sandan the, the person cannot be Rabba Bashusat, it's possible, he says, the person just walks between the categories of the raindrops, it's possible a scoundrel the Taylor's license. Someone can manage to walk with the skill and hariddis of various alochis and wind your way through. That's sufficient That's the sanctity, the sacredness, the sacred quality of life. It's meant to prevent. The concept of doing the right and the good, Yashoda which the companion system is not just some kind of fancy supererogatory conduct. That's binding punishment to everybody. This is all work of the as a normative category to areas which are not extremely set down, which nevertheless have clear moral and spiritual import. And given that perception, we can on the one hand certainly insist that there is a difference between Baba's and Dogis, and assume that in a direct sense, that normative requirement to accept clearly that's the past, Taylor has to say about certain social and political issues, that that doesn't exist. That's only in the realm of manhood. But in another sense, given an integrated perception of life its challenges, that indeed one should feel that the religious imperative to get Best counsel that you can get in spiritual energy. Those of you who are familiar with the statement of the Jewish Observer reprinted the translation I don't know, about, about to the of the Ramadan of Razach HaMehri Bachit, in this constant morals of God's favor, it has to be delivered of Chaim Eizo back in 1940. What, 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 uh, the title says Sitzra speaks vigorously, vehemently that the same authorities, the same people, Paschim, the 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 these are the ones who also make decisions in areas of war peace, relations of nations, public policy. And the whole passage is shot through after the sentence that it's all part of the Paschim and but it's the same people because it's one reality. It's one model of religious reality which has various components which should be viewed and in experienced as an integrated whole. This presumably introduces elements religiously imperative even if one only has started by saying that it's good counsel. Because presumably the person is looking to hold itself, or if the community is seeking, religiously or spiritually, it is imperative to get the best counsel possible. This of course becomes to some extent a testicle. But the degree of seriousness with which one approaches the spiritual realm. Of the importance which one attaches to coming up with the right answers. Surely, the person who are looking for financial or medical advice and who are convinced that this doctor, this stockbroker is the best of the business would pause to ask, is it imperative to go to it? There's no need to a it to go he would run and look for protection again. So, one has access to very, If one is convinced that to listen to them is good advice, well, surely it surely comes down to good advice. But, from the point of view of a person who's engaged in spiritual quest, essential and very Accept the notion that the hardly exists and everything is really part of the Pasha of I if it's totally erroneous. But the sense that seeking the Neitzotayba is itself not just a question of advisory elements, but as an imperative for us, that I think certainly should be our point of view. And That one of views Deleuze as being the repository of that kind of wisdom, then counts as something to be solved. Without getting involved in the Platonic quest of the philosopher kings, but within our own Daladans, I think the view of Deleuze as being simply halachic technocrats, legal specialists, This that thing is unconscionable. Even without getting involved in mystical element, possibly I put earlier, we viewed, have viewed, and should view, as enriching, as deepening, the whole being. We certainly want to have in the area of public policy a counsel, the word of those who bring to it a spiritual perspective. And we certainly want to have recourse to those of whom it can be said not only is Arnold said of work, but saturates politics with thought, but those who are saturated with material. And that should certainly speak to the committed Jew. Now come! My question, Governor, as I said before, in dealing with public issues, many of them are far too critical to be decided on the basis of of the extraneous factors, but for substantive reasons, to seek the best spiritual needs. But that certainly has historically special in God's in very much the traditional practice. I recall, uh, I was still in the state, still a public, I think, someone who was very keen on the notion of vast failure. And he came to me in distress, he searched the topic, was looking for the sources where this notion, that you must listen to, learn to of these issues, where it comes up. And he found... Uh, but the modern time he And he, he was distressed. He wanted to find it. And more recently, uh, as Lawrence Kaplan has published an article which based the point in the wake of an article or two that have published previously the others, that uh, this is a relatively new concept, uh, late 19th century Poland, early 20th century Germany, in certain respects the thesis is correct, and yet fundamentally it's nothing. The term didn't exist, and perhaps the kind of of power that its advocates ascribe to it today also is not present. But the basic idea that a person looked to do with the guidance, that is certainly part of the possible tradition. You have been listening to the discourse of Rabbi Lichtenstein on Das Torah. The third and final part of this uh, lecture will be delivered next week.